Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, welcome back. Just wanted to check, does everyone know there's actually 11 rounds to go? What this means is if you're sitting there with 10 trades, or 12 trades, you're going to use four this week. You're in single digits for you know, less than one trade a week. Out of the first, what, 14 rounds, probably, what, one round, two rounds max, you've been able to sit there and go, yeah, probably don't have to make any trades this week. Almost every week, we've had a suspension, an injury, or something like that happened to your squad. Remember, you're not going to win the comp or get your best overall rank in round 18, round 19. If you expect to have three trades left in round 19, or four trades left, or five trades left, and do really well, it's just not going to happen. You're going to end up playing the last three or four rounds with with 15 players, and and anyone who held trades like a normal human would uh would just be passing you. So just keep that in mind. So I just wanted to bring that up because there's a bunch of guys that we're going yeah, a lot in the comments I'm seeing that uh, are getting traded out and they really shouldn't be. Um, a few of these guys, you know, Payne Haas has even been looked at trading out when he hasn't been scoring as well. Uh, Payne Guy Jr. hasn't been thrown around too much yet, which is good. Um, but you saw guys like, you know, Cam Murray after a couple of, a bad game or two get get thrown around to, to be to be moved on. In terms of other players in those two, it's not really in those two teams. Uh, more people are buying in the in the Sharks camp, I had a question about Tamalolo, and he's just, he has to hold him. You, you know, you're playing, he's playing round 17, he's a, a previous gun, and that's going to be the talk with the majority of these guys that I'm going to mention here. I have most of them in my squad, to be fair. But they're guys that have been keepers in, you know, previous years, whether it be just last year or, you know, years in the past. And Lolo's been a keeper for a long time and just hasn't had, you know, a lot of time on the on the park, unfortunately. And, and you know, that happens sometimes. Unfortunately, it doesn't work out, and, and he has he's only played a few games, so he's only going to improve from here if he if he stays in the park. And if he gets if he gets injured or whatever, then you then you can trade him out then. But you know, if you have no trades, you need to keep those kind of players on the park. So <coughs> that's um just something very simple there. Uh, guys like Crichton, we've spoken about each and every week that someone wants to get rid of him after he gets thirty odd, and then he comes back with a sixty or a seventy, like just. Just silly decisions with that for, for sure there. Um, in terms of the Panthers guys, not really many there. Tedesco, in and out. 
how many people wanted to trade him out and now people are like, yep, ready to trade him back in. It's just back and forth and it's just wasted trades with that kind of stuff there. Um, if you knew you're gonna, if you if you knew he was gonna be out for a, a bunch of different games, then yeah, you probably could have traded him. But you know, we didn't know he had that hip pointer injury a few weeks ago. Obviously, he heard it in that game before the Origin. Um, and if you wanted to trade him out then, then that was probably fair enough because he knew he probably wasn't gonna back up from Origin and not play seventeen, for example. But again, just it's just wasted trades. It's like people saying, "Oh, do we trade out Cleary and get him back?" It's just so hard to to get him back in and. And it's just, you know, is the two trades worth it? Are you going to get a big jump in points for a bunch of weeks or until round 18 before picking him back up? But I don't, I don't think so. So that's that there. Tupanua, same thing. Um, yeah, a couple of random bad games in amongst some 60s and 70s. So can't really do too much there. In terms of the Knights, you've got uh, Connor Watson as someone who is the big target here. He's averaging 50 in when he plays in the middle and a couple of random games where he plays in six or one or whatever. He can score pretty well as well, but then he has the odd random lower game, and that's normal for everyone. And and if you're if you've got someone averaging fifty at the moment, that you're like, yep, that's not good enough. Get rid of him. When he's not hemorrhaging cash, like he's not losing it hand over fist, then I don't know why why you're trying to move those guys on. We've got so many guys that aren't scoring well enough at the moment, and you're trading him. I get, I get questions like, oh, I'm not happy with Watson's scores at the moment. Who do I trade him to? If you don't have a clear option to trade a guy that's pretty much a keeper too, then that answers your question. If you don't have someone to trade him to, you should not be trading him out. So that's that's my thoughts there. Uh, the Warriors, not really too much to talk about there. With that one, we'll keep sliding along. We'll get along to our Dragons. So really not too many in here. McCulloch, I've had people like, oh, who, who out of McCulloch, Moses and stuff are, are someone I should be trading out in the next few weeks on... Blake's coming off a of 59. He's averaging mid-50s, high-50s. Had a couple of random low games in there, but he's scoring really well. I don't see why people are looking to trade him out. I'm waiting for people to go, oh, yeah, I'm going to trade out Ben Hunt now after he's 30. I haven't seen that one yet, thank goodness, but that'll happen next week if he gets 40 for sure. Um, people are worried about getting how we're in Ira now or like even thinking about trading him out. I think that's silly. Who else we got? It's about in on, on the Raiders, but then they got like the Tigers and some big ones, obviously Dane Laurie, a couple of lower games, and he's probably is someone that, you know, he's definitely not a keeper that you can look to trade out, and I'm completely fine with that one. But someone like Lucy Leilua, you know, he's coming off a massive score a couple of weeks ago, and and then everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to trade him in, trade him in, and then he has a bad game, and people are like, yep, get rid of him, get rid of him, you know? He has to come up against the Storm this week, and God, that's scary. I feel like I need to get rid of these guys now. Um, Lucy's going to stay, but the other, you know, Laurie and, and Dewey are probably the two I'm going to trade out this week. But, yeah, someone like Lucy, he's coming off, you know, 56 average at the start of the year. He averaged 53 last year, and that was off the back of a slow start and then really picking up in the back end of the year. So there's every chance he just gets back to that. So, yeah, I don't see the point in, in trying to move those types of guys on. And then you got to, you know, the Eels, for example, and, and I'm seeing people trading out Madison. Yes, he's had some lower minutes, but he did get, what, 80 two weeks ago? And then gets, a, obviously, a 30 and plays less minutes, but... Madison's someone that averaged over 60 last year, yeah? Yes, his role's changed slightly, but even if you're getting him at, at a 50-odd average, it's it's so much better off. To, you're so much better off just keeping him rather than, than trading him out. And Moses is coming off a massive game, and you know, if he averages somewhere in the 50s, you're happy with that as well. There's not that many guys, got, there's not that, many guys that are averaging you know, anywhere near 60, yeah? They might have been averaging that at the start of the year. Papa Lee's kind of held on slightly, but he's had a couple of low scores as well. So 
you know, even the top guys have have low ones, except for let's let's go uh, Cleary and Avrilo as our top two players in fantasy right now. No, but pretty much, isn't he? He's been incredible. So yeah, even Log Thompson, we talked about him as being a good option. He comes in with two forty odds. So those types of guys, I think, uh, you know, silly to 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 want to move on so quickly. Yeah, after a random game or two. And same with Foggs. You could have traded him out after his 30-odd couple of weeks ago, and then you miss out on his 92. So, you know, these types of guys like Madison and stuff, they have those, you know, try-assist try kind of games in them, and you could miss out on that if you move him on. So let's start with that one, guys. We'll move on to some of the comments. We're going to start with the Discord at this stage with a little Q&A as well. All right, so I have 14 trades left, but currently only have three players playing round 17. So go all out this week and make three to four trades so I can get to 10 playing in round 17 comfortably 14 trades is a little bit low with only three players playing is pretty crazy I'd, I'd probably suggest getting towards eight to ten and if you're going to make three trades this week i'd make sure that they are either a cash out that's going to play in round 17 that you know definitely like a, a sawali or a, maybe it's a verils or a kieran or that type of of player um and then you're getting guns that are going to be playing round 17 where it's a toe harris or a reese walsh or these types of players i think is smartest um, King of North, what's the urgency order to trade out of these players in the coming weeks? Yeah, here's that question I was talking about. Moses, AM9, Braley, and Watson. Which hooker do I keep? Which do I trade? So he has three hookers. But Moses and AM9 are, uh, and Braley are all keepers, and Watson's a borderline keeper. I probably just don't trade any of them. And Watson, out of any of them, would be the one I trade first. So uh, Boogie, worth bringing in Verils this week to accommodate bringing in Tohu. So if you're bringing in Tohu, Verils is going to be a solo one as a cash-out option. I, I wouldn't have expected him to make money. But he'll be a scorer in round 17, which is fine. I'm completely fine with that trade. Luke Thompson or Marty Tapao. And, and yeah, someone brought to my attention about Marty Tapao. And he's been a little bit under the radar, which is, you know, which is obviously good. But here we go. I've got Thompson there ready to go. Um, obviously been scoring pretty well. Averaging 55 for the season. He's going to be a great option. Coming off two lower scores, just no really attacking stats. So he's going to be fine going forward, you'd imagine for sure. And the other one is, is Big Marty. Marty Tapao at a very similar price, so six fifty seven. You can see why they're they're comparing those two, and and since the start of the season, having a very quiet one, sort of a bunch of forties there and a thirty five. He's then gone on a bit of a tear recently, and you know games of 65, 52, 46, 54, 58, and seventy four. So my worry with him was it was a bunch of games off the interchange, and then he's now got back into that starting proposition and playing over fifty minutes every week and scoring really well and being a bit of an enforcer now that they're playing a lot better. So think about it like that. So since the Manly boys started playing better and, you know, he came off the interchange there, so around five onwards for, for when Tommy came back, he's been scoring much better. And I can expect a, an average of where he's at right now, very comfortably at 52. Is that worth it getting into your squad? Are you going to be happy to keep him all year? And he's a pod, 657, plays around 17. I think he, you know, it's a, it's a, fair, a fair bring in. In terms of Thompson or Tapao, I think they're going to score very similarly. In a similar price, pick whoever you like watching more. All right. Hey, Jamie, thoughts on Fisher, Harris, Laurie, and Watson to Harris, Suwali, and Papali. Who's the best option out of Kieran, Verrills, or Suwali? Okay, so Fisher, Harris, why would you be trading him out? He's been an absolute superstar. I'd be keeping him for sure. I feel like these are wasted trades. Laurie going out is fine. Watson's a bit of a waste, but to get Harris... I think if you can go, I think you're probably safer going two trades this week, Watson and Laurie, if you're going to make the Watson trade, and bring in Harris and one of Sawali, Kieran, or Verrills. And in terms of those three, I think I think Sawali's probably, uh, Verrills, 
Bell's also Ali, probably your best bet here, and we don't know what's going to happen in in you know, in his position. He's probably going to make a little bit of money over this uh, but next period, but I don't think you're going to be able to make enough for, him, for you to be able to trade him out. So Verrills and Suwali are a bit cheaper. The other one to think about is Tomoko. I didn't speak about him in the, in the other video, but more of the fact that we're not sure what's going to be happening um, with him going forward in terms of his position in the team. So obviously he had a really big game in uh, with 68 and had two games last year, one, one at 43 in centre. So he was someone I was speaking about in the preseason and, and just hasn't had his chance until right now. And, and he obviously did really well. 32 tackles, five tackle breaks. Sorry. A line break and a try assist, 120 metres. It was pretty much a perfect game in, in, in his, de- like, his debut this year. So I wouldn't be expecting scores like that going forward in a team that hasn't been doing that well. He will make some cash, but he's, he also is 319. So he's, got, he's hard to use as a cash-out option. Um, yeah, very similar to Simons, and they both scored really well, and they're both about the same price. So he's someone that you could you could take a punt on. We also don't know when Croker's coming back, and you'd imagine Croker takes Tomoko's spot when he does. So he's obviously out indefinitely at the moment. That's my kind of worry about picking up Tomoko is we're not sure when he's going to come back. So Simonson might be a slightly better option than Tomoko, but it's completely up to you guys. We, we don't really know what's going to happen, do we? We're kind of we're guessing a little bit there. Um, what do we got? Yes, another question like that. What's the high order from highest to lowest um, priority sell? And it's got Laurie, Watson, Maddo, and Schuster. So like Maddo and Schuster, I wouldn't be trading out. Then Watson is the least, the next least, and then and then Laurie's probably the only one I'd trade out, which is completely fine. Uh, who should I keep as cover centre between Opacek and Olam? If it's just for cover, I'm probably sticking towards Olam because you can use um you can use Opacek's cash because he's actually got what up around a 500k where Olam's under 400. So I probably stick with Olam in a team that's going to do really well and and he's not going to be someone that's going to be rested week to week. So um that's that there. Uh, it's worth getting Verrells this week or wait to see how many minutes he gets as a backup. Yeah, you can just definitely wait. You know if you. Need need to cash out someone to bring in a gun, then you can do that. But other than that, I'd be holding off. Uh, Luke twenty seven, Teddy or SJ, bro. If I grab SJ, I'll have eight for round a seventeen, which I'm happy with. But Teddy is the cheapest he'll be. Just misses seventeen, possibly eighteen. Yeah, if you think he's going to miss two games there, I think you just hold off until nineteen. Really, he's not going to get much more expensive than what he is now. He's over six hundred k, so he has to have like two sixty plus games to make a lot of cash. Like you can probably cop him being six fifty, six sixty. Whereas SJ, you get a player that's going to play 17, 18, score well, get an extra, you know, get an extra player in that 17. I think that's the smartest option there. Um, is Marzu looking like a cashy? I mentioned him as a possible option, but again, we've got to Corey Thompson coming back. And if you didn't pick him up in the last few weeks, then that's a bit of an issue. Um, what else we got? Thoughts on everyone trying to bring in Ferrells. Yeah, I don't know. They tried to do it before and it didn't really work out, did it? Thoughts on picking up the cheese now? Could be a good hooker mid-cover. Yeah, he's just on an absolute tear at the moment. He won't play this good forever. Yeah? Most people have that real good purple patch, and then they go back to sort of playing like normal. So in a team where he has a lot of weapons around him, which he didn't have the last bunch of weeks, he's playing incredible. Don't don't doubt me on that. But is he an option? Probably not right this second. So that's that there. Um, I think I'll hold Satili now that Boyd isn't coming back. And at the moment, I've traded Watson to Isaiah Papali'i. Okay. Fair enough. Can't really say no to that. Papali'i is one of the best mid-slash-edges in the game. And holding Satili is, is completely fine. Yeah. Tupanua has decent weeks. Is decent, has good weeks when he scores. Watson's time to move on. Yes, yeah, so they were helping uh, this fella out. 
with the trades. Uh, quick question about Ponga. Should I trade him out this week and grab a bit of cash and grab some Leto or utilize his pod and wing fullback coverage? Oh, that was that was last week. All right, we'll move on to the comments in here. Thanks to all the guys that are helping out and, and commenting in there for uh, you know helping answer some of these questions for me. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> I've been thinking about really good fullback options for a lawyer upgrade. I was thinking about bringing in Marzu, but would Tedesco be a good option? I'd be going Tedesco over Marzu. We don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't get Teddy any cheaper. And Marzu, we don't know if he's going to be in the squad long term. So that's that on that one. Alex Johnson over Bailey Simonson for round 17. Yeah, Johnson just needs a lot of tries and he's already too expensive. Um, in terms of Simonson, yeah, he could pay off, but I'm personally not going to do it. <coughs> Laurie to Simonson with 15 trades left. Yeah, you have enough trades, to be fair, but don't expect him to score amazingly, is my thing. I think you can, guys can go for it, but yeah, not for me. Flagler and Laurie out for Lustig, Suwali. Both? I don't know, one of them, and Papali Eels or Tulangi and Laurie out for Lustig, Suwali, and Crichton. Hmm, Crichton or Papali? That's the question, isn't it? I wouldn't be picking up Lustig. You get two more weeks out of it. If you're going to pick him up, it had to be last week to get that good score and um, and a couple of price rises, but I don't think it's worth picking him up now. Suwali, I think, is that option. So he'll play 17. And then Papali or Crichton. I think Papali is just scoring better this year. Crichton could be the better longer-term option. Probably a flip of, flip of a coin. Pick who you would like to watch more. Gagai for Walsh. Uh, Gags is a keeper, I remember. Just remember that. I think you can trade someone else. I think you find it a better option to trade in for Walsh. Roger trade in. No, I wouldn't be trading in. I'm probably thinking about trading him out in round 18 because he'll be playing wing uh, up until that point. And then, yeah, unless there's a Walsh injury and you keep him getting back at fullback. But, yeah. Uh, what do you think of Ruben Garrick? I think he's too expensive. Yeah, you're trying to catch up. You know, 650k is a lot for a winger. He's been on an absolute tear, and I don't think uh, he, you should be bringing him in. This was uh, this question was asked before I brought out my pen t- potential buyers. So, Cooper, please jump into the potential buyers video uh, and find a guy that I'm you know, looking at in there. Thoughts on Rocco Berry as a cash out for Laurie? Yeah, not really. He might even be. He might even play in round 17. I'm not exactly sure. So, SJL Cody, I'd be going. It's actually a flip of coin, eh? SJL Cody. Both averaging, I suppose, mid mid to low 50s when they're, when they're there full-time. I think... Actually, it's a flip of a coin. Pick who you like watching more. I can't... I'm not going to answer that. Is Laurie to Walsh sideways? No, nah, I'm happy with that. Go Laurie to Walsh. Um, or should I trade someone cheaper like Bird or Flegler for Walsh? No, go Laurie. I think it's fine. Go for it. Um... Yeah, a couple of questions like that. Joshy Curran, yeah, solid option. It's good to see what 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 his, what his role was going to be. And so 60 minutes through the middle and the edge is going to be fine to average 40-odd. But will he make a lot of money and be a keeper? No. So make of that what you will. I think he's swapping Watson for Lawton since he plays 17. Yeah, Lawton might lose his, will probably lose his spot to Schuster. And Sirenan's going to be close by, even though he's been in and out. So Lawton will go back to the bench. You need to pick him up a few weeks ago. Johnson or Bailey Simonson of around 17 fullbacks. God, people are scraping the barrel, aren't they? Hell, <laughs> uh, Tessie since round one better be worth it. Yeah, you hope so. SJ Nikarima. Yeah, you already asked that one. Really appreciate the team. This breaks down, Jamie. How many trades should we be looking to have in hand going into round 17? All right, into round 17. So leading into that one, I'd be hoping for at least 12. 
and then you can make two to four round 17 to get some cash outs maybe uh build it build some bank for your round 18 19 trade-ins trying to decide if you spend any trades before then i'll try and hold my team stable so yeah if you're sitting with like so i got 15 myself i'm probably going to allow it to get you know maybe two this week allow it to get to what that'll make 13 maybe one in round 16 if if possible if not happy to hold and then have 12 ready in round 17 maybe another two in 17 to get me to 10 and then probably another two probably two to three over the next two weeks to three weeks there and leave me with about six trades left for the last five six rounds i think one a week will be safe for the last six rounds i think yeah i think that's a good way to think about it benji had a baby thank you daniel for that i needed that uh thoughts on bringing in Payne haas uh yeah might doesn't doesn't play 17 maybe rest at origin thank you acdc dizzies ac divids um current or lorden current just but <clears throat> dufty to current a good trade uh, it's okay thoughts on rudolph need some round 17 players around that 400 500 price do you we do you need some round 17 players around that 400 500 price because you bring in someone like that and he just scores averagely you know he's never been a keeper and you've got guys like lucy and madison who have been keepers you know the last few years that aren't scoring that well. So if you bring in a Rudolph, then it's like you're going to have to trade him out after that. It's just, just a waste. Um, all right, two more guys. So if we the you have players, having players injured, suspended, it's better go and get, say, two 600k guns like SJ and Tedesco or Haas, for example, and use one as 18th man. Or go, say, for feeder and someone around 400k, like Foran or Hess as 18th man. So my personal opinion, we've just been speaking about it, is I've picked up a guy, a couple of guys in the 600s and they've been really up and down and, and destroying my side and, and, and my, you know, how many points I'm getting week to week. So the top of the top are the guys that are doing really well. But saying that, Tedesco is the top of the top. Uh, SJ has been for a long time and has been a keeper in the halves and, and can continue to score in the 50s. Um, Haas is also going to be great, but he's also having some down games as well. So Fafita is going to be really important as a trade-in, like around 18, 19, 20 when he's going to be the top edge for the year. So just think about bringing in the top, top guys um, and go from there. There you go. Is he like that one? Interesting thinking. There you go. Good on you, Damo. Uh, last one. Think of bringing Wanga Blake in after being moved to the left edge. He's been playing really good. Scores 42, 65, and 50. What do you think? Also very cheap at 369. Yeah, so great scores. Can he keep doing it? Will he even be in the side long term? Is Nakora going to get back into the centers? Remember, Wanga Blake had a bad week. A few weeks ago, even when he scored that 42, his defensively was really poor. So remember, there's any chance that he could be traded, uh, could be kicked out of the squad, and they don't play 17. So at that price point, I would be holding off. So actually, last one. Thoughts on Barnett? So for me, moving back to the middle, some decent minutes, he's going to be like a 50-point player. Do you want that in your side for someone that doesn't play 17? Probably not. Yeah, there you go. Actually, this is one of, one of the ones I was I'm talking about. Adam Maddo, Lucy... TPJ, which two would you keep? Other one is going to Fafita. Why would you go to Fafita right now? Won't play in 17 and might have a limited role again in 18. Could get injured in Origin too. So I feel like all three of those are holds. And all three of them could end up being keepers at the end of the year. So I'd be holding still with those. I hope that helped, guys. Please do like and subscribe if you are enjoying these. And you know, get your questions in. I, I try to answer them as much as possible. In the Discord, if you DM me, I'm, I'm quite happy to, to answer those as well usually get to them all by the uh, by the start of the week. But as I said, I hope, helped, I hope this helped you guys and we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Have a good night. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 